0: Good morning, all listeners, and happy Halloween. It is Sunday, October 31st, 2021, and this is episode 95 of Ball Talk with Boogie and the Baron. Ah, uh, Boogie! And I am the Baron. I want to be the first Boogie to wish you a happy Halloween. Happy my Halloween, my friend. Things are going to get spooky today, and it's going to be a bad day for the sports books as we clean house on our best day of the week. Sunday fun day, baby. Sunday fun day. Is today going to be trick or treated? Everybody stay safe out there and stay away from them strangers with that weird-ass candy. (laughs) True that, true that. Everybody be careful. Don't drink and drive. Drink, but don't drive. Just don't drive. Be safe. You know we got on tap today, right? What do we got on tap today? We got Heineken on tap today, Boogs. No, not the beer, the show, my friend. Yeah, man, I'm already thinking about it. Great Halloween slate today. We've got some games. We've got a lot to talk about. NCAA did okay. I'm sorry about the Pitt Panthers. They really laid an egg yesterday. Losing outright. Um, Yes, uh, high-scoring game for BYU is my best bet, did cash in. But we did come up. On that Atlanta Braves last night. If nobody watched that, what an amazing Game 4. As the Atlanta Braves get back-to-back jacks in the 7th inning. Shout out to Dansby Swanson and Jorge Soler hitting back-to-back home runs to take a 3-2 lead. And Atlanta, one win away From their first World Series since
1: 1995. Oh! Oh! oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. Let's go, Braves! The Tomahawk Chop!
0: I I had a question for you. Go ahead, bro. While while we're on it, tonight, Halloween night, 2021. Game 5 of the World Series, 5.15 p.m. Pacific Time, 8.15 Eastern Time. Houston Astros at the Atlanta Braves. Win or go home for the Strohs. Either way, they're going home no matter what. Because if they lose, they're going to go home. But if they win, they're going to go back home to host games 6 and 7 of the World Series. Framber Valdez is the probable starter for the Houston Astros. The Braves have not decided who their starter is. Rumor has it, it could be Max Fried on short rest. Morton's obviously out for the year. Right now, the line's at 114 Astros is a favorite to keep this thing alive. And we're just gonna tell you right now: go get that value with the home dog Atlanta Braves. And I'm gonna tell you why. We're gonna remember this forever. Undefeated. Exactly. Undefeated at home, Halloween night 2021. The Atlanta Braves win the World Series tonight. What's
1: today? Today's Halloween. No, it's not. It might as well be Christmas because the Braves will wrap it up tonight. Woo! Let me tell you something about this 88-win Atlanta Brave team. They're ready. They are ready to go. They will win this game tonight. Take Atlanta plus a dollar four yes. and take your money and run to the
0: window. Atlanta to win the World Series tonight. You heard it first thing in the morning here. Roughly more than eight hours before first pitch. Go get the Braves tonight to win the World Series. They are undefeated in the postseason at home. Brewers beat them twice. Dodgers beat them three times. Astros beat them twice. Guess what? They're beating the Astros for a third straight time tonight. It all goes down tonight. Atlanta brings home their first World Series title since 1995. And I remember that World Series in 95, Boogie. Were you old enough? I was six years old, and I watched the Atlanta Braves beat the Cleveland Indians. Bobby Cox, they won in six. Tom Glavin was the MVP. That was a great Braves team with uh, Bobby Cox, the manager. Glavin, Smoltz, Greg Maddox, Chipper Jones. Now, check this out. John Smoltz was on that team. I know where you're going with And this. John Smoltz is announcing <laughs> the game with Joe Buck. Yes, yes. Isn't that amazing? Yep. Jo- John Smoltz secretly probably rooting for the Braves, I would imagine. Putting and- his
1: little hand over his head, chuckling. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. I mean, that was the three-headed monster with uh, Maddox, Glavin, and Smoltzy <laughs> that got that done for them. Now, all these years later... John Smoltz announces the Atlanta Braves World Series title tonight. Go get the Braves plus $1.04. Easy money. That'll be a wrap for baseballs. That'll be the last baseball game of the year. Now, Boggs, quick recap. And maybe the college football playoff rankings will be coming out this week on Tuesday. Um, Very excited about that. This Tuesday, we get the college football initial rankings from the playoff committee, as well as... One more week after that, college basketball starting. So we've got Woohoo! We have a very fun time of the year. So before we get into these NFL picks, maybe we should give our listeners some predictions with yesterday's games. There really wasn't anything too crazy that went down. Shout out to my West Virginia Mountaineers for beating Iowa State though. I was really happy about that to get the 4 and 4 Trying to get to a bowl game. Very happy about my Mountaineers beating Iowa State. But other than that, there really wasn't anything crazy. Pitt lost to Miami, which was kind of a shocker. Um, That was crazy. Yeah, Pitt Pitt losing to Miami. I was very surprised at that. Um, Man, this Wake Forest team, 8-0. Shout out to them. What a game. Michigan, Michigan State. Yeah, Michigan, Michigan State. Great game. Michigan going to be knocked down now. Michigan State, 8-0. Kenneth Walker, the third may have cemented his place on the mountaintop in regards to the Heisman Trophy. Somebody's got to win this thing, and there's got to be a reason for Michigan State's success. 197 yards and five touchdowns. That dude was battling Mich- around. Michigan State was trailing 30-14, only to rally off a 23-3 run to end the uh, quarter and a half left in the game. 37-33. Game of the day yesterday, Ohio State squeaking by Penn State. That was closer than people thought. Cincinnati by 19 over Tulane. It was kind of ugly at first for Cincy, but they still got a 19-point win there. Um, how about Caleb Williams coming off the bench mid-season for Spencer Rattler? 402 yards and six touchdowns as Oklahoma, finally! We talked about this on the pod. We couldn't lay those type of points with yes. Oklahoma. They finally proved us to be... A team that I think can really score. Lincoln Riley got that offense humming. I think they haven't even reached their peak yet. I got to think Spencer Rattler, man. He's going to transfer.
1: Yeah, probably going to transfer after this season. It was nice, though. About seven, eight minutes left in the game. uh, Lincoln Riley did put him in. And uh, I believe it was the second or third snap for him. He wound up throwing a 41, 51-yard touchdown pass. Uh, so the kids got it still. I think he lost some of his confidence, unfortunately. Uh, yeah. and this is the way of the world today. And a lot of these guys are just going to probably wind up transferring around. Yes. Um, these college kids doesn't matter what, uh, what college sport you're doing. They're getting these, uh, pay now, uh, for being able to get advertisements for them and pay yeah. for their name. Um, it looks like Spencer Rattler was also going into this season uh, a Heisman Trophy uh, runner up possible, or yeah. even going into the preseason, uh, was going to be probably one of the top five draft picks. Yeah, like
0: number one quarterback taken in the NFL draft.
1: Next year. So it, now this just kind of puts a little bit of a damper. Maybe he's got to prove himself one more year.
0: I'm excited to see what happens with him if he'll stay at Oklahoma or transfer. I mean, Caleb Williams, he's not going anywhere, it doesn't seem like he Oh, no. Been. Caleb Williams has played great ever since he was given the opportunity. Just shows you the Lincoln Riley, Oklahoma's quarterback, you, man. I mean, they just spit out quarterbacks, back-to-back-to-back to back to back Heisman trophies. I mean, with Baker and Kyler Murray and, you know, Jalen Hurts transferring there. And all three of those guys start the league now. So, I could see great success from Caleb Williams and probably Spencer Rattler. I, I, I like comeback stories, whether he transfers or whatever he does. I hope that he bounces back and gets himself to the league. I'm sure that's his dream. So... Um, nonetheless, I wanted to just go through maybe some predictions on what we think our top four is gonna be here. Now, Georgia won the world's largest outdoor cocktail party. Looks yesterday. like they were the
1: only ones drinking yesterday.
0: Yeah, 34 to 7. A late touchdown given up by the second team again. Georgia's defense is just incredible through eight games, only allowing three touchdowns. I mean, these guys are unbelievable. And Florida. Obviously not as good as last year with Trask and Tony and those guys. But in a rivalry game down in Jacksonville yesterday, Georgia really, really hammered them. And that's a typical Georgia win, 34-7. I'm still waiting for Georgia to get tested in a game where they're going to have to score points. But their defense, man.
1: Unbelievable defense by this team. uh, Led by a great all-star lineup. Uh, we're looking at a, a team that can switch quarterbacks. It doesn't matter.
0: Yeah, it And they're,
1: they're just unbelievable. And I think that uh, Alabama at the end of the year is going to have their hands full if they got to play them.
0: They really are. Um, Jordan Davis is a 300-pound nose tackle that moves like a defensive end for them. He is a must-see TV, to say the least. Um, Georgia just runs the ball and plays defense. That's what they do, and I love teams that do that. They're going to be the surefire number one, obviously. The question mark is going to be how the committee is going to view Cincinnati. Because right now, yeah, Cincinnati is falling at number two in the AP, but Alabama was on a bye this week, and they're number three. Um, I'm venturing to say that Alabama... I don't think they're going to give Cincinnati enough love yet for these initial rankings. I'm thinking Alabama... Uh, Ends up being number two to Georgia. It's going to be interesting to
1: see. I mean, this is the second week in a row that Cincinnati struggled at first against a not-so-great team in their uh, conference. Mm -hmm. And now they are expected to drop, unfortunately, due to their low-level competition.
0: Yeah, I mean, you look at their remaining schedule. and, And not saying that Cincinnati won't get in. But you really need to run the table here. you got you got Tulsa at home. You're at South Florida. SMU, who just lost, they're going to probably drop out of the rankings. So you you don't really have a game for the rest of the year against a ranked team. Now, they did have that one game at Notre Dame that they won. Impressive. Impressive win, and they've pretty much beaten everybody else pretty handily here. But I, I think initially they're going to make them earn it. Um, also, when you think about Oklahoma being up there, too. Now, does Oklahoma jump them? being the fact that they're undefeated and they are playing better competition. So I'm wondering, who do you think is going to be number two here initially?
1: I think Cincinnati still keeps number two. They move Oklahoma to three. Alabama's off. Alabama goes to four. That's, okay, That's what I think and will happen. You, and then next week, they'll switch it again because Alabama will play.
0: Okay, I can see that. It, realistically, it's the initial ranking, so it's really not a big thing. A lot of the times... Um, I think all the years that they've done these initial rankings in the first week of November that it never finishes the way that it starts because obviously you have more games to play. Correct. Now, when you look at, say, in Oklahoma and what they have left, they actually have large opportunities to really make some noise here. At Baylor, home to Iowa State, and then at Oklahoma State to finish the year. That's a pretty tough schedule.
1: I mean, for them, they they win those games.
0: They're, they're in no matter what. They're
1: in no matter what. They can
0: lose the Big 12 championship game and probably still get in if they and win those Cincinnati, three.
1: Cincinnati, unfortunately, will probably drop out.
0: Yeah, so because where that ventures in, obviously, we that's going to be our top four. got to put Cincinnati in there somewhere. No matter what, Georgia's going to be one, and then in some order, Cincinnati, Bama, Oklahoma, I think. Um, now, when you think about the teams just on the outside of this, you have a one-loss Ohio State team. Here's what I don't understand, and I'm I'm hoping the committee gets this right. The AP poll has Ohio State number 5 and Oregon number 7. They both won yesterday. Oregon won a little bit more handily. Ohio State did play a more formidable opponent, right? Oregon went into Ohio State and beat Ohio State. If the committee puts Ohio State above Oregon, I understand the Big Ten's a lot better as a conference in the Pac-12, but how can you... How can you go against what you saw on the field? I'm really hoping they get this right, and they put Oregon above them, at least to start this.
1: To start it. They should. I mean, they should, but you know how committees are. They want to get what they want to get in, and that's going to be the way it is.
0: Oregon's loss at Stanford. That's their one loss of the year. They've rallied three in a row. They don't really have too many opportunities to impress. I mean, at Washington, Wazoo, at Utah, Oregon State, all unranked teams. Pac-12 down. Pac-12 being down this year, Ohio State's actually going to have all the room in the world to improve here. They end their season with Michigan State and Michigan back-to-back. you got to put them in if they beat both of those and and run the door, run the table. Yeah, I mean, then that sets up a Big Ten championship game for them. So, Ohio State very much in the mix with one loss. Oregon still in the mix with one loss. Oregon wins and wins the Pac-12 title. They could potentially do it. Um, And then you look at a Michigan State team who, i got to tell you what, If they keep winning, you can't deny them. Mm -mm. I mean, I know, I'm looking at their schedule. They've been kind of, last week was really their first game against a really, really good team. You know, they've beaten the likes of Indiana, Rutgers, Western Kentucky, Nebraska, Miami, Youngstown State, and Northwestern. That's not all that impressive. But yesterday, I was very impressed with them and the way they were able to win. They finished the season at Ohio State and home to Penn State once again. As long as they don't slip up at Purdue next week or lose to Maryland and they can take care of these last two games... If Sparty goes 12-0, how can you deny them? These are all,
1: like, they're already playoff games. These are playoff conference games, pretty much. Yeah, they are. You're one and you're done. Mm -hmm. And so the time will tell whether or not
0: are you a faker or are you a playmaker? Yeah, are you a faker or a maker? That's what we have to understand here. Auburn has two losses. Uh, They did just beat Ole Miss. Ole Miss has two losses. I could, you can could pretty much write off anybody that has two losses because I don't think anybody. I think there's only been a couple teams over the years that have made the playoffs with two losses. Iowa screwed up their whole season yesterday. Ole Miss screwed up their whole season yesterday. A team that did not screw up their whole season, though. No. Notre Dame very much alive. Wake Forest very much alive. If Wake Forest runs the table here and wins the ACC, how do you keep them out?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure how you can keep Wake Forest out. Notre Dame though, then you got a Cincinnati. Uh, situation where Cincinnati already beat Notre Dame. So if Cincinnati keeps winning, how do you keep Cincinnati out?
0: Correct. So it's going to be a very interesting few weeks. I'm looking forward to actually next week's games and watching how this all takes shape. I mean, when you look at meaningful games for next week for this top 25, I mean, you got Georgia hosting Missouri. That's an easy win. Bama hosting LSU. Easy win for Bama coming off a bye. Alabama's never lost off a bye and, and Nick Saban's helm there. So you can guarantee that they're both going to win. Ohio State's at Nebraska. That could get a little tricky, but I doubt it. Right. Um, we're not worried about Ole Miss. Wake Forest. Now, this could be a game. Wake Forest has to beat North Carolina next week. They will. North Carolina's played very well. They played Notre Dame pretty tough yesterday. Um, other than that, we got some teams with byes. Since he's hosting Tulsa, that's got to be a bloodbath. They have to kill them. Michigan State at Purdue. That's not an easy game. That's not an easy game. Michigan State cannot slip up there. Notre Dame Navy. That's got to be a game that Notre Dame just crushes them. Um, Okie State seven and one with only one loss. Same with Baylor out of the Big Twelve. They got to keep winning. They both have road tests next week. So as we look at this and as it all comes together here, you know Oregon at Washington can't slip up there. You're right. I'm very excited to see how this all takes shape here with this college football playoff as we only have a handful of weeks to go. Which is
1: why once this contract is up, we will see more teams get into this playoff. Uh, It's pretty much a guarantee within the next few years.
0: Yeah, I don't don't necessarily mind the four, but I'll tell you what, to, to have eight in there, I mean, when you look at the rankings for right now, I mean, just think about if they just expanded it to eight, right? You would have Georgia and Michigan State playing each other. How amazing. Cincy would play Oregon. So it's like, cool, is Cincy really that good? Play Oregon in the first round. You'd have Bama, Michigan and Oklahoma, Ohio State. That'd be amazing. That'd be great. I mean, and you could even expand this thing to 16 if you wanted to, but we'll go over that at a later date. Nonetheless, college football really in the home stretch here with only a couple months left to go in the season. Trying to see who's going to play for that national championship in January. Cannot wait. Very excited. Now what I'm more excited about is all the money that we're going to bring home today in the NFL. Let's go! The NFL has been very, very profitable for us. Um, The NFL is usually our second most profitable sport. obviously to college basketball, which, Boogie, I cannot wait. I'm thinking maybe Monday night, next Monday night or uh, Tuesday morning. Probably Monday night. Because we're going to need a lot of time with our listeners to do our college basketball preview.
1: Can't wait for the breakdown. Everybody better check in with us because Boogie and the Baron always on fire every year in college basketball.
0: I wanted to tell you, too, that I watched Kentucky actually play Kentucky-Westland the other day. It was, on, um, it was on the SEC Network. And I'm, I'm not going to lie. UK has a ton of three-point shooters. Yeah. Yeah, they can shoot it. They beat uh, they beat Division two power Kentucky Westland ninety five seventy two. They had a couple key guys out. Um, Keon Brooks and Ty Ty Washington. Keon Brooks is returning. Ty Ty Washington's a freshman. Austish-
1: Ty Ty Washington just signed a deal with uh, Porsche. Yeah. Oh, really? Porsche. Yeah. Really? Was it Porsche or was it, uh, Ferrari one of the
0: two high end luxury vehicles? Really? Yeah. These guys are getting paid. They're getting paid. Paid. They're getting really paid paid, paid
1: for a tie tie.
0: Yeah, tie tie getting paid paid. I I gotta say, I mean, and we we'll, like I said, we'll dive into this a little bit more extensively, but I when I watched uh, UK play, I was impressed. Kentucky actually plays Duke to open the open the actual regular season. And as we talked about that, with those two playing, as well as Kansas and Michigan State. Michigan State fell right outside the initial rankings there. Michigan State's technically ranked 26th, if you want to be technical about it.
1: 25 plus
0: 1? Yes, I mean, if you do that, I mean, when you look at these games, Gonzaga gets an easy tune-up against Dixie State. Uh, Nova Mount St. Mary's, Ohio State, Akron. A lot of these teams are in easy games here. I don't see a lot of these teams struggling with these ranked teams, but the two main games that I'm looking at is going to be, obviously, our... Doubleheader of Kansas, Michigan State, as well as Kentucky and Duke. I've seen that Hofstra.
1: Houston.
0: Hey, Hofstra. Hey, there it is. We're going to talk about that as well. That's on ESPN Plus on Tuesday. Houston, we have a problem. They, they very much could. And watch out for Bellarmine. I'm telling you, Bellarmine opens against Purdue. Bellarmine was a Division II powerhouse, and they actually finished very well last year in the Atlantic Sun. They opened against Purdue. We'll talk about all that and more. About about a week from now, about about nine days from now, we will dive in to college basketball, which is always, always very good for our bank accounts and our pockets. We're diving into the NFL now as we are 21 minutes into this pod, and we want to make sure we get this out. So, without further ado, we've got a slate of games today, Boogie, that are very meaningful for a lot of teams. Obviously, we're in that... We're in that stretch run of the NFL season. We start down in Atlanta, two teams that have that are going opposite directions. Carolina started the season three and zero, and they have lost four straight. And now they are having to go to Atlanta, who's done the complete opposite. They've won two in a row. Atlanta's a hot team here. Atlanta at home, they're a three point favorite. Um, obviously, no CMC for Carolina. Matt Ryan's got this team actually playing a lot better than they started. Does Carolina snap out of this funk today? Or do you think Atlanta actually keeps on rolling and gets above 500?
1: Sam Darnold. Man, what happened to this guy? Mm. This team was the highlight of the NFL the first few weeks. Uh, Now they're talking about trying to trade for a uh, issue star-studded Deshaun Watson,
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, as of a couple hours ago or yesterday, it looks like Panthers are now bowing out of that trade to try to get Deshaun Watson. Uh, but Sam Darnold needs to fix whatever he's got wrong, or maybe this is just the problem and they just played some really great football the last few weeks. Yeah. However it may be, uh, Matt Ryan and company get it done today. Give me the Falcons. They got the better offense Okay. Uh, they're at home today. I'm taking the short field goal, laying the three. Give me the Falcons.
0: You know, it would be a really fun time to be in Atlanta right now. You can go catch the Falcons game at one o'clock Eastern time, and then celebrate that, the and, World Series. Yeah, that 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 game ends. That game will be over at like four thirty, five o'clock Eastern. Go grab some dinner. Go over to the baseball stadium, watch the Braves win the World Series tonight. Yeah, yeah we could do that. Would be. Lovely. We'll never make it. We can make it for the World Series. We'll never make it for the Falcons game. Nonetheless, I don't want to make it to the Falcons game because I, my friend, am on the other side of this game. I think this game is going to be close. Falcons can win this game, but I don't trust them laying any points. Three-point favorite at home, that's like a given, which tells me that they are evenly matched on a neutral site. I think Carolina's got a better defense, only giving up 21 points a game compared to Atlanta's 29. I'm going to say this is a close game, um, I got this a one or two point game either way, so I think three points to save here. Drink bet number one, which, shout out to me, go, 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 seven drinks for me, five for you, so you owe me two. Um, we could do it that way, where you can just give me two, or you can buy me seven and I'll buy you five, depends how much we're trying to turn up today. Nonetheless, drink bet number one on Ball Talk with Boogie and the Baron, episode 95, Carolina Panthers plus three? All right. Sorry, my friend. Hopefully we'll get this next one, which I think we will, because how can't you go this route? The Miami Dolphins and the Buffalo Bills. And remember, nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> Shout out to Boomer. Buffalo's 4-2 leading the AFC East. Now, Miami's 1-6, losers of six straight games. Turmoil galore. Now, this is what we're thinking here. I just got a message that everyone's all over the Bengals down at the Circus Sportsbook, just so you know. Oh, yeah? Just got, a, just got a message, breaking news, everybody and their mother betting the Cincinnati Bengals, which is good because I have the Jets circled, which we will go over later. But anyways...
1: Not I, my friend. Not I.
0: <laughs> You're going to join that group. Now, back to the Bills here. Now, Buffalo's coming off a bye and a very, very tough loss, if you remember, to Tennessee on Monday Night Football. They get a bye week. Two full weeks to prepare for this lowly Dolphins team. And I'm never a big fan of laying big numbers like this. But I'm going to tell you what. Josh Allen is going to cook today. He's on my fantasy team. And I think he's going to throw tutties galore to Stephon Diggs, to Dawson Knox, to Singletary. He might run one in himself. I think Miami's in disarray. They're giving up 30 points a game. They can't score. This is a team that can't. This is literally a matchup of a team that can't score versus a team that can score. And a, against a defense that gives up a shit ton of points and a defense that does not give up a shit ton of points. Buffalo in an absolute blowout lay 14 points here.
1: You know, I know me and you always discuss about laying these points. Heavy, heavy points in the NFL. It's tough. This Bills team, though, is on a different level. Uh, this Bills team is starting to remind me of the last few years of, of the Kansas City Chiefs. I agree with you there. The Bills at home today will take care of business. Uh, the Dolphins are in disarray. They've got injuries. Uh, a may play, but I still don't think it, it matters. Uh, the Bills at home lay the 14. Yep. They will take care of business today. They are a much better team and they will show it
0: today. Give me the Bills lay the 14. Yeah, I mean the Dolphins are 1 and 6. They are tied for the second worst record in the AFC with the Houston Texans. And keep in mind the Bills beat the Texans who had the same record as the Dolphins 40 to 0. Side note, go ahead.
1: Side note, Boogie's update. Dawson Knox, great tight end. He is actually out for a couple more weeks due okay. to the, the hand injury. But shout-out to Tommy Sweeney. Yeah. Got a little, Tommy Sweeney's going to take over for him. He's been more of a blocking uh, backup for, for Knox. Okay, he's from uh, my, my side of town back home. Oh, okay. Ram, Ramsey, New Jersey, shout-out. Right. Uh, but Tommy Sweeney will not see the ball that much uh, to get – Get uh, it out to his wideouts today. A mm-hmm. little bit of running game. Uh, he will uh, start to play a little bit more over the next week or two.
0: But, yes, give me the Bills. Lay the 14. Diggs and Singletary, and then they're going to see a lot of action. Uh, yeah, lay 14 points of the Bills. I agree with you there, Bugs. Our third game on the docket here as I chalk up these picks. We got a very interesting matchup. Now, The 49ers and the Bears, when you take a peek at the playoff picture here, where these guys stand, they're right outside of it. The Bears are 3-4. and Um, They're a game and a half back of the Saints for that sixth seed. And uh, same deal with San Francisco sitting at 2-4. and Both of these teams have been struggling, man. I mean, when you look at these two ball clubs, the inability to score points, it's been points at a premium for both of these teams. With uh two of the lower scoring offenses. Chicago is the lowest scoring offense in the in the league at 14.4 points per game. Um, the defense has given up 23. Both of these teams are giving up more than they score. Soldier Field, Chicago hosting, San Francisco coming across country here as a four-point favorite. Are you trusting Jimmy G in that? I know this was one that you were kind of back and forth on. Um, you know, there's some injuries on both sides. I mean, what are you thinking here? Bears Niners.
1: Niners uh, traveling to Chicago, so Garoppolo a little bit of a uh, little bit of hot hot water right now. Uh, Justin Fields, just I, I can't trust this guy. I know he's a rookie, he's at home, but Matt Nagy is just not a great coach.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Nagy is actually going to have some problems in the next week or two if he doesn't straighten out this team. Niners on the road, though, lane four. I think their defense will step up. Bears' defense is pretty decent, but their offense is putrid right now. I do not understand how the Raiders looked past this Bears team a few weeks ago to lose to them. At home, no less. Give me the Niners. The better offense, the better coach will get this game done.
0: Drink bet number two for me, um, I don't like the Niners as favorites to anybody. I don't like the Niners on the road as favorites. However, the two games they have won this year have been on the road. Two and one on the road this year. Coming to Chicago, looking at the weather report, 50 degrees, pretty clear skies here. I just think somehow, way, the Chicago Bears find a way to get this done um, and a game that I think they have a chance to win. I'll take four points at home with Chicago Um for drink bet number two. Our fourth 10 a.m. game. Oh, I'm so excited to hear your analysis for this one, folks. Ha. Oh, my gosh. The Pittsburgh Steelers against the Cleveland Browns. The who? The Steelers. The Steelers. The Steelers, baby. The Pittsburgh Steelers. That's my squad. Now, squad up. Coming off a bye, which I love. They we talked a few pods ago about how important it was for them to beat the Broncos and the Seahawks. They took care of business there. Sitting at three and three, which is good for fourth in the AFC North. That's how good that division oh, is. Wow. Three and three, but that's also good enough for eighth in the AFC overall. Big opportunity here for them, man. They're traveling to Cleveland. Baker Mayfield gonna play with that shoulder. Cleveland, Pittsburgh today. Exciting game, rivalry game, Big Ben history against the Browns, twenty-five and three. So they've had some great success against them. This is a Jim Nance and Tony Romo call. Did you know that when when Jim Nance and Tony Romo announce a Browns game, the Browns have never won.
1: Not a, yeah,
0: Crazy theory there, but just saying. You know, you've got some guys out on both sides again. You know, you got a Steelers team that offensively can be anemic at times, only score not even 20 a game, but that defense can really keep them in games. You know, a Browns team who's very balanced coming off a Thursday night win against Denver shorthandedly. Browns are four and a half here. That's a little stretch for me, I feel like. what's Give me some analysis on this Steelers-Browns. I'm, ex- I'm excited to hear what you say about this. <laughs> I mean, this comes down to Baker Mayfield and his
1: ego and how he's not hurt. He's injured. He is injured. He's injured. And when someone is injured, they should not be playing. Baker Mayfield's head, though, this is a contract year for him. Mm -hmm. He needs to prove himself to see if they're going to need to get another quarterback in the near future. Yeah. Roethlisberger, this is my friend, is probably his last year. Yes. Uh, unless something superhuman can happen with his uh, body, he is probably going to bow out after this year. Uh, the Steelers, though, still have enough juice, I think, to keep it close. Uh-huh. The Browns do get, I believe, Odell Beckham back. Yeah. Uh, Landry's playing. Uh, they've got the Ernest. Uh, playing as well. Yeah, I remember
0: Dearness the running back. Yeah, Dearness he,
1: Johnson playing. He had a
0: great uh Thursday game.
1: I think uh we we got another uh injured Brown back as well at running back. Who am I thinking of? Uh Kareem Hunt Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb. Uh-huh. Nick Chubb is coming back today. Uh this Browns team at home. Everything seems to point
0: Browns. And they, they did beat them the last time they played in the postseason. The Browns actually knocked the Steelers out of the playoff. Locker. They
1: did. But for some reason, Boogie sees this as a very closer game than people might think. I'm going to take the four points. I see that this game is a field goal game at the end. Yeah, I see great. this as a as a, an, a no time left on the clock. Field goal wins the game. Either way, yeah. Either way, give me the Steelers plus the
0: four. Yeah, all day long. Um, I'm seeing four and a half on my app here, so I'm actually going to get five. It's actually four and a half now live, boog. so you can get four and a hook. That's even better. Um, I'm buying the hook and taking my Steelers plus five in a game I think they can win. I think the defense will play very well. This actually sets up very well for the Steelers because – Think about this. We 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 discussed futuristics for the Steelers before. Now think about this, folks. If they can get this win against Cleveland today, somehow some way, their next two weeks they host the Bears and host the Lions. Those should be two winnable at, games at home. Two winnable games. You steal this and then you get two winnable games to maybe go 6 and 3 and have a showdown with the Chargers? Just a a thought. I I like the schedule right now for Pittsburgh, though. Right now, it gets tough down the stretch as they finish with Tennessee, Kansas City, Cleveland, and Baltimore. That's not going to be easy. But I'm just saying, right now is where they got to put and manufacture some wins. This could be a game they win. So if you're giving me points with Pittsburgh, I'm all over it. Give me the Steelers' potential best bet material for me. Two things. One,
1: live stations plus four and a half. Mm Mm-hmm. Good call, my friend. Yes, sir. Good call. Secondly, remember the Steelers started off 11-0 last year. Yes, they did. And fizzled out at the end. So why not do the opposite this year?
0: Uh huh. Start off bad and then come out hot. Absolutely. We'll see. I think they have a chance to win that game. So if you're giving me five, I'm taking that five all day long. Pittsburgh into Cleveland. Philly and Detroit. Another interesting game that we kind of have the same opinion on, which I'm happy about. The Eagles have the Eagles are under turmoil, Boogie. Um, they have had a couple of tough losses in a row. Um, they got absolutely whooped by the Raiders last week, you know. And, and Detroit just did everything they could against the Rams on side kicks, two fake punts, and that emotional game that we called would be closer than people thought, you know. Yep. They haven't been able to manufacture anything. A lot of close losses this year. I look at this one that could be close as well. I think Detroit has a huge opportunity to get their first win. They're three-point home underdogs. And I'm just going to say it right now. I'm just going to take the three points. I'm right there with you. I think
1: this is a Lion team that is hungry for a win. The Eagles are in dissension right now. Mm-hmm. They just got rid of one of their best all-time tight ends in in uh, Ertz mm-hmm. a few weeks ago, a couple weeks ago. Uh, you're on the road uh, again. Like I said, it. The Lions are hungry, yeah, literally. They are. You got a coach with Philadelphia, Nick Sirianni. He's just not a good coach right now. Jalen Hurts got issues. Give me this Lions team. I'm gonna take the three in an upset win outright.
0: I think they have a chance to win this game. This could be their first win. Um, looking to be the first. Looking to avoid being the first team in NFL history to go winless. Twice. Twice. So let's just see if we can get ourselves a win here today. Or at least a cover with Detroit. Now, Boogie, the Titans and the Colts. Another exciting matchup in today's slate here. Indianapolis has actually turned it on a little bit these last couple of weeks. Um, they are coming back from the dead, so to speak. Tennessee has been on an absolute roll. with he- I mean, Henry against Jonathan Taylor. Man... Now, these guys played already. Tennessee defeated Indianapolis 25-16 back on September the 26th at Tennessee. Now they're going up to Indianapolis. Divisional game here. I mean, the ability to run the football, we already know, is a, a, incredible for Tennessee. Uh, the Colts have rallied off two straight wins. Um, should have been three or four straight wins as they did lose to Baltimore in that Monday night game. Yep. in A huge, huge Huge loss for them, but they have responded very well against two bad teams. Now they're playing a good team here, and the Colts are a three-point home favorite, and I'm not seeing a three-point win here by the Colts, man. Until the Titans cool down, I got to roll with them. Derrick Henry is on a roll, opening up that play-action pass for Tannehill, making easy throws. Julio will be out, but they still got A.J. Brown. They got some tight ends, good offensive line. I'm going to take the Tennessee Titans getting the three points.
1: I cannot agree with you anymore, my friend. Take the Titans. Titans plus the three on the road. Derrick Henry is a beast. This guy is ready to roll for over two thousand yards again rushing. Tannehill's on fire. This Titans team is playing very well right now. And of course, I can't, I cannot say anything bad right now too much about the Colts. The Colts have been started off bad. A couple, of, couple of tough games for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Winch though is playing a lot better the last few weeks, mm-hmm. um, which is. Had me backing the Colts. However, tonight, I just got to look at which is the better team. Yeah. And right now, you got to go with the Tennessee Titans as the better team and getting the three points.
0: Yep,
1: I think it's a gift.
0: I agree. I think Tennessee getting the points is a gift. And if you look at the AFC standings now, they're competing. They're, they're actually in a three-way tie with the Raiders and the Bengals for first place in the AFC overall. Raiders are on a bye week. So if Tennessee wins today, that, they'll jump the Raiders. You get a Tennessee, you know, since he plays the Jets, which just happens to be the next game we talk about, Um, but Tennessee right in the thick of things here, in the AFC. I mean, they're right there. Colts are right on the outside looking in. So, big game for both teams. I'm taking the points here, though, in a divisional game that, like I said, Tennessee, I think, wins, so you're giving me three, I'll take it. Bengals and the Jets, and I already know this is going to be our third drink bet, so I will notate that. Um, I had a feeling that Everyone was going to pound the Bengals in this game with Burrow. Jamar Chase, they got quite the hookup with Joe Mixon as well. Jamar Chase, 754 yards. My man, him and Burrow are having a good time. The Jets are bad. As we know, they lost like crazy at New England. They finally get a home team. This is the first home game they've had since October the 3rd. They played Atlanta and lost by seven in London. And then they got killed by New England. They finally come back to the Meadowlands today to take on Cincinnati, who is hot, man. They lost that thriller at Green Bay in overtime, 25-22. Winners of four of their last five, five and 5-2, division leaders up there in the standings. But for me, 11's too much. I, Mike White's quarterback, and he came from Western Kentucky or something, I have no idea how they're going to cover this. But based off of all the money and all that new info that I just got down at the Circus Sportsbook, everyone taking the Bengals, I got to go with the Jets here. I'm nuts, I know, but I'm taking 11.
1: You are nuts, my friend, because the Bengals are going to be one of the top teams at the end of the year. And you cannot be a top team unless you beat the bottom feeders. The bottom feeder, this is the Jets we're talking about. Mm -hmm. You're not talking about the Cowboys. Yeah. You're not talking about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We're talking about the Jets. Mm -hmm. The Jets. Come on, man. Let me give you something here. Mike White, who's that guy? We didn't even know who that guy was until about a half an hour ago.
0: Started at Western Kentucky, got drafted in 2018. He's been, he's been the backup. He actually came in last week against New England in some mop-up duty. He played okay. And I, before you make your point, I just want to say, the last time the Jets played at home, they did beat the Titans, who have the same record right now as the Bengals.
1: The Bengals, laying 11 and a half. Easy peasy, baby. Is it
0: 11 and a half? It's
1: only 11. Yeah. I just just looked it up on Stations app. We got the Stations casino. Very popular out there here in Vegas. It's 11 and a half? It's 11 and a half now. So buy it to 12 if you like the Jets. That's what I'm
0: doing, plus 12. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take 12.
1: I'll go ahead and I'll leave you 11 and a half. Thank
0: you for giving me that extra point.
1: You're welcome. Half a point. And then we're going
0: with the Bengals. Okay. Bengals in a blowout. Drink bet number three of our morning game. Very exciting. Last 10 o'clock game, Boogie. Um, it's 9.20. These games are starting in about 45 minutes. Tick-tock, tick-tock. we got to tick-tock it up here, which uh, we will be posting our winners on our Ball Talk social media pages that way for the 10 a.m. games if you need. You can you know check those out there if you don't have enough time here this morning to listen all the way through. Rams and the Texans. Oh, man, could this get ugly. The Texans got Davis Mills. They have no offense. They have lost... Six in a row. Just no faith in these guys, man. Davis Mills, more interceptions and touchdowns. Matt Stafford's having a Hall of Fame type of year. He's got a lot of built-up frustration of playing with the Lions over the years. Now he's on a good team. That defense is amazing. This could be the blowout of the day. Um, The Texans are giving up 29 a game, and the Rams are scoring 30. I I mean, i got to be honest with you, Boogie. I'm never a fan of laying this kind of a number either myself. But I tell you what, I like the Rams big in this game. 16 and a half a lot. I'm buying the hook to 16 here. I like the Rams 41-17.
1: We did it last week. I'm going to do it again today. Laying the lumber on the best teams, the much better teams. As we've learned in the NFL this year, trust your instincts. Yeah. Trust your instincts, my friends. Trust your instincts with Boogie. Rams minus 16 and a half. Is a, is a winner. Bengals, big time. Yeah. Rams, big time. Three big favorites. The Texans' only win this year, remember, is against the Jacksonville Jaguars.
0: Yes. Who? Let me say that again. Are one of
1: five. The Jacksonville Jaguars. And that was with Tyrod
0: Taylor, a quarterback. And that
1: was with Ty Taylor.
0: Yeah.
1: Rams, lay the 16 and a half,
0: boogie. If you're laying that many points on the road, there's something wrong. The Rams are going to kill this team all day. 1 o'clock games now. We move forward to the 1 o'clock slate, which I'm equally excited about, Boogie. We got some good ones here. Patriots and the Chargers. Chargers hosting SoFi Stadium. Chargers holding on to that number six seed right now in the AFC playoffs. Sitting at a half a game back of the Las Vegas Raiders, who they beat. So they could easily flip here. Chargers win this game today. They'll be even with the Raiders, and they'll flop and get up to that two scene and be at five and two. The Patriots have been playing very, very good football over the last few weeks. Bill Belichick has these guys playing good defense, and he's got them actually scoring some points. Mac Jones has got them scoring about 25, 26 points a game. Who? Mac Jones! Mac Jones! And I tell you what, I love this matchup of two young quarterbacks, Herbert and Jones, two future faces of the league. Their numbers are utterly similar. They have about the same amount of attempts, the same amount of yards. Herbert 14 and 4, Jones 9 and 6. Uh, touchdown to interceptions here. Eckler not going to be suiting up. I think he is, well, he's questionable. He's got a big question mark, and he's a big time playmaker for them. These are the type of games, though, where you got to go with the preparation and the coaching, in my opinion. And. I do like the Chargers now, and the Chargers are coming off a bye and a big-time blowout loss to Baltimore, so they have some time to prepare. Patriots basically had a bye last week, killing the Jets. i gotta, I got to go with Belichick's game planning here. Um, the fact that it's four points, that gives it a little bit in my pocket. In a game that I think New England can go in there and win... I'm taking four points with the Patriots. I think Belichick, Jones, and that defense have figured it out, and they're trying to make a playoff run here. This is a game that I think they're really going to need, and I think they're going to go out there and borderline get it. So I'm going to take the Patriots getting the points here.
1: Yeah, I can't agree with you any more than that, my friend. Uh, the Patriots, I think, have finally figured it out. This is a young team for Bill Belichick and company. Belichick is one of the best and greatest coaches ever in this game, and. You know he's gonna wind up giving these guys confidence. That's why he's starting to blow out teams. Yeah. Uh, he didn't usually do that with TB12. When Tom Brady was there, it was ball control. Once they knew they had the game in hand, mm-hmm. he's given these these uh, players, these young players, confidence. Give me the Patriots laying, uh, getting the four yeah. Chargers. They're okay. They're going to be pretty good. They'll be fine at the end of the year, I think, too. They're good, yeah. But the Patriots getting the four at home today or on the road today, yeah. I think, is a fine bet.
0: Yeah, I mean, when you look at their their month of October, I mean, you had the Brady reunion game where they almost won. They beat the Texans. They lost that overtime game against the Cowboys on the road, which they or at home, which they could have won. Probably should have won. That. Probably should have won. And then you they killed the Jets last week. So when you look at that, the Chargers were on a nice roll as well. Losing to Baltimore was a pretty surprising move there, 34-6 to 6 a couple of weeks ago. I remember having the Chargers in that game. Um, yeah, i got to take the points here with New England.
1: You know what you might want to look at, too, with this game is the, the total. The total looks kind of juicy for an over. What is it, 50 and Fi- a half? 50 and a half oh right gosh. now. Wow. 50 and a half. Something like even a, a 27-24 final either that, way. That,
0: that could be. That could be it. Um Makes me feel like the Patriots are safe. I mean the though Damian Harris had a good year too. Another Alabama running back. He got Alabama players all over the field. So I'm gonna take the points of the pads. Um Seahawks and the Jags, um another game for Seattle without Russell Wilson. They've lost three straight. Um Jacksonville got their first win two weeks ago, beating Miami at home by three points. They're traveling up to Seattle. Trevor Lawrence is getting better, um, but Seattle needs a turnaround here, and I think this is the the time that they get it. Um, I'm going to keep it short and sweet here. i got to go Seattle in this game, laying the four points at home. They're 0-3 at home, desperate for that first win. We had them covering last week as one of our bigger plays against New Orleans. Yes, we did. Their defense is starting to come around. They three three tough losses. I mean, a three point loss to New Orleans. A game they could have won with field goals. Jason Myers missed some kicks. They lost to Pittsburgh in overtime. They lost to the Rams. They're playing better competition here. I gotta lay the points here with uh, Seattle at home today. You know, I could see this game
1: uh, either way. I'll be honest with you, Baron. Uh, the fact of the matter, though, is is that this Seahawks team is a very very Different team without Russ Heat. Mm -hmm. This Seahawks team never loses at home. Never. They've not won yet. They haven't. They have not won at home yet. They have not. The Jaguars are in disarray. Urban Meyer may not get past this year. Uh, And this is the funny thing about the NFL. Any given Sunday...
0: Yeah, it's true. Any given Sunday. Any
1: given Sunday, something weird might happen. This is Halloween. I'm going to take a crack here. I'm going to see the Jaguars win this game. Wow. Uh, Give me the Jaguars plus the three and a half.
0: Is it three and a half right now? It
1: is three and a half right now.
0: Okay. Well, thank you for that. So now I can buy it to three. Seahawks minus three. In fact, scratch that. Seahawks money line, minus three and a half. Seahawks are probably minus. What is the money line on the Seahawks right now over there?
1: Money line right now is minus, minus 180.
0: 185. I'm good with that. See, that's where I that's where me being a 110 better, I will lay the extra $75. Seahawks money line, minus $1.85. A tweener game. Seahawks can buy through we both win. There you go. Game number three. Oh my goodness. The Washington football team. Ugh. Playing the Denver Broncos. This game is crazy because the way Washington's played, they've lost three straight. Denver's lost four straight. Something's got to give. i got to tell you, the altitude, Taylor, Meineke, Heineke, Teddy Bridgewater. This is finally the game, I think, that Denver will bust out of their slump. What's our current line there, Boogie? Three Three and a half. Three and a half, Denver? Same deal. Minus $1.89 on the penny line.
1: The penny line.
0: Penny line. Denver Broncos, Denver Broncos on the penny line. Lay that 89, same deal as the Seahawks. Bet the money line Broncos to win this game today, minus the $1.89 penny line bet. Broncos, money all day.
1: I'm with you there, except I will go ahead and buy the hook, and I'm taking the Broncos minus three.
0: Broncos minus three, okay.
1: Jerry Judy comes back for these Broncos team. Bridgewater and company will get it done. Cortland Sutton has uh, been stepping up big time on their wide receiver while Judy was out. Uh, their one back tandem uh, has been great. Give me the Broncos at home. Lay the three.
0: All right. All right. I like it. Uh, last 1 o'clock game. This is crazy. This might go down as our longest pod. We're about 51 minutes and 30 seconds. We are taking a look at the game of the day in the afternoon here. Bucks saints Saints have the Bucks number. Five straight wins. Swept them last year. You know Tampa Tom really wants this game. Now, uh, current line at stations now, too, with this is four and a half. minus 4.5 Tampa Bay. I got <laughs> minus 4 Tampa Bay on my William Hill app. Tampa Tom against Jameis Winston. Say no more. Give me the Bucks. Lay the 4 points. TB12 loves
1: revenge games. That's all that's nuts to be said there. Bucks minus the 4. I'll buy the hook. I'll buy it down to 4 in a funny maybe twenty. Twenty-seven to twenty win, bucks. Yeah,
0: bucks all day, baby.
1: Bucks on the road. Give me that. Jameis Winston cannot beat this Tom, Tampa Tom team. Yeah, I will take the Bucks. Lay the four.
0: All day long. Sunday night football. And an interesting matchup here. The Dallas Cowboys are coming in really hot off a of bye week. They're five and one. They're traveling to Minnesota. Dak Prescott's going to be a game-time decision. I have no clue. But the only thing I do have a clue about is the fact that Kirk Cousins' prime-time record is not all that great. i got to tell you, I'm not really worried about what happens and who's quarterbacking. If Dak is quarterbacking, I think they probably go in there and win the game. If Cooper rushes their quarterback, McCarthy will draw up a different type of game plan, a ball-control and defense. That Dallas defense giving up 24 a game. A little bit more improved, but they have they're on a roll, and I can't fade the Cowboys no matter what. Um, Cowboys, two and a half point underdogs by the hook, get Dallas at plus three. Right there with you, my friend. Either quarterback plays, especially if Dak
1: plays, Cowboys will win this game outright. Getting two and a half is a gift. Yeah, give me the Cowboys plus the points.
0: Yeah, by the hook to three both ways here for me and Boogs. And I gotta tell you too, um Dallas. Like you said, I think no matter what gets it done here, Dak will probably suit up. And what I'm liking with this being a Sunday night game, it's the Sunday night fixed game. And the fact, I looked at the money earlier, and no one wants Dallas because of all these Dak rumors. In what world does the public not bet the Cowboys? Right, um, I'm all over them. Monday night football. <laughs> da, 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 da. Last game on our docket here tomorrow night, Giants and the Chiefs. From Arrowhead, Chiefs looking to turn their season around against the Giants, who are actually coming off a rare win of their own, defeating the Carolina Panthers last week. Now they travel to Kansas City, who has been up and down and all around here. I'm going to keep this short and sweet. Ten points. I just don't know, Boogie. I just don't know. I can't lay ten points for the Chiefs defense, who's given up 29 points a game. I mean, I think Daniel Jones will find a way to put some points on the board. Probably a high-scoring affair. If you look at that total, it's 52. There's going to be points in this game. And if that's the case, if Kansas City can't stop a nosebleed, their defense has been very, very putrid. I'm going to take the Giants getting the 10. That's the only way I can go here.
1: Giants plus 10 looks really, really good. Uh, Giants get back some of their uh, playmakers on the offense. Plus the 10. Chiefs, not so great. Patrick Mahomes... 11 interceptions so far this season. That's a total combined for the last two for Patty Mahomes. Give me the Giants plus the 10 points. I think they keep it close. Whether they win the game or not, I don't know. But I will take the 10 all day long.
0: Love it, Boogie. 10 points, Giants. That's, That's a wrap for our slate here uh let's see the maximum recording time for segments is 60 minutes keep an eye on the clock look at this we are almost at a 60 minute time limit how crazy is that we're iron men today yes sir let's get down to the best bet we only have four drink bets today we agree on a lot best bet time boogie Um, i have an idea of where i'm gonna go already so I'm, i'm just gonna go with this i'm going with my pittsburgh steelers today plus five I think they have a chance to go into Cleveland. Revenge game for Big Ben after a playoff loss. Coming off a bye. I'm taking the five points. Pittsburgh plus five for Barron's best bet. Cowboys for me, baby. There we go. Cowboys for me is Boogie's
1: blockbuster best bet for today. Cowboys on the road, at home,
0: doesn't matter. Give me the Cowboys. You're giving me two and a half. It's a gift. Cowboys and the Steelers, you heard it here first. Episode 95, that's a wrap. Our longest plot of all time. We'll catch you guys for episode 96. Bearing out. Boogie out.